Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Sexy Unique Podcast summer house hive i am here with a hilarious twitter person that i followed for a really long time i'm so happy to have her on the pod it's randy lawson hi hi i'm so happy to be here i'm just like excited summer house is truly like an escape like fantasy land and so we were just talking offline about how it does feel like somewhat of a bookend to COVID, even though it is still raging in many parts <laughs> of the world. But in the summer house, we don't have to confront that. And I just appreciate you being here to celebrate that with me. <laughs> I wouldn't. There's no one else I'd rather celebrate with. This is like <laughs> summer house. Um Sexy Unique Podcast and Summer House have been the two things that have, like, given me light <laughs> during <laughs> the pandemic. Like, yeah, they've both been just absolutely, like, rays of sunshine, like, in this dark Oh, time. my God. I'm so happy about that. And I'm happy to be, like, doing, like, a Venn diagram of just, like, merging both of those things. Because these people, like... I feel an intense, like, protective love for them that I don't feel for many reality show people. 
I don't know what your relationship is with Summer House. Like, have you watched from the beginning? Are you like, did you come in at season three? Like, what's your history? So I'm like an on and off watcher. I'm one of those like, oh, there's a marathon on a Sunday and I'll have it on while I'm like doing things around the house. But like, I didn't always, I wasn't like a total Summer House head like I am now. Mm-hmm. I am so, in, I am super invested in Summer House now. Like this season, it's just, it's one for the record books. Yeah, there's so much happening. I'm like, I'm not totally caught up. Like, I'm probably at episode five. So I know, like, now what uh, all Carl's going through, which is so sad. But this season is covering, like, the highest highs and the lowest lows. And then just, like, awkward relationship stuff. Like, it really has it all. This show has absolutely, like, yes, it has taken me to, like, the highest highs, the lowest lows, and made me laugh out loud and made me tear up like within like 15 minutes of one episode Mm -hmm. so it's been just like it's it's like watching a a play like when they're trying like it is it is a staged play Mm -hmm. it's like it takes place in that house yeah like (laughs) new like it's a new form of theater totally it's like like um Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, let's jump into this episode. Um, we're talking about episode three and it picks. I feel like also all this action that's happened so far has happened over the course of like three days and they're in the house for six weeks, right? Yeah. So it's it, yes. Like there is so much. It's packed with content like every day. Even just, like, watching them hang out is funny and entertaining, but, like, so much happens in this show. Yeah, like, I'm fascinated even, I'm glad, kind of, that they're all confined to the house and then have to work their jobs because I there's something really soothing about watching them work. Like, even just sitting, they're not doing anything. Like, they're sitting at a computer saying mm-hmm. just, like, typical, like, kind of corporate or marketing speak, but I'm riveted. What totally is riveted. Well, for me, it's totally relatable because that's what I've been, you know, working from home, Zooming in like a corporate world during the day. So it's like watching that and watching people who are like, there's a certain level of, I mean, I respect all reality stars, but seeing like people maintain um, a drive outside of the reality realm is like, I don't know, it's a certain level of like hustle that I respect and seeing them act that out like, yeah. It's relatable in the nicest way. And they all are really good looking. And they're like, insanely good looking. Yeah. And like not because like they're so young that they're still hot. Like I feel like there's like a level of I'm not part of Bachelor Nation, but like women on that that are like, I mean, everyone's beautiful in their own way inside and out. But, you know, like they're just <laughs> they're hot because they're 22. Like these people have like yeah. they've made it. They're officially hot. They Totally. It's nice to see. Like people that are my age or around my Mm -hmm. age, just like killing it in the hotness department. And like, it makes me feel really good. Also, I like, I feel, I don't know how you feel about Lindsay, but she's truly like my favorite. Like I could watch her do anything. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with her. And I really want her to just like understand that 34 is not old. Like she's not like losing anything at all by being 34 years old. 
You know what I right. mean? Like she's totally. Sorry, I'm just gonna put my dog away because. Um... Sorry about that. I'm trying to oh, get good. to a point where he like just chills in the bedroom while I do my thing, but like he. It's like really touch and go. Sometimes Aww. he just gets triggered by every sound. Well, <laughs> and then the, some days he can just sleep. The listeners love him, so yeah, <laughs> he's a star. <laughs> yeah, he is a total star. Yeah. So Lindsay keeps talking about like how she's thirty four and that she is on this very strict timeline, but I like feel like I want to just remind her that it's okay. Like she can. There's a lot of things that she can do. She doesn't have to adhere to her timeline. I love that, like, not saying that Steven Stravi is a bad guy or anything, but, like, it's obvious that she just, like, isn't that into him and is settling with him. And he's, like, I'm sure he's a good time and everything, but, like, he's not – she doesn't see him as the one. She doesn't respect him. And I'm glad that she's not going to settle for him and she's not going to, like, be with someone who isn't up to the standards of, you know – Making her a sandwich. <laughs> making her a sandwich, making her a priority, mm-hmm. speaking her love language at all times. And I think she also needs like an older guy, maybe a guy that like doesn't work at all. Like mm-hmm. I feel like she needs to be with just like an older rich guy or something. Totally. Or maybe she needs someone who is a little bit older, maybe retired and has like some has kids maybe in their like in their teens so when Mm -hmm. he doesn't have his kids he's with her and he's 100 on her but then like when he's with his kids like she can be the cool hot stepmom and like have that built-in family but like it doesn't have to be all the time oh that's a great idea because I could I could see her easily being someone's like second or third wife like an Mm -hmm. Alec and Hilaria situation where then she gets to have kids with him yeah but it's not like as crazy as Hilaria. Right. Maybe she'll have like one baby with him. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't yeah, want to totally be, start over. Seems like enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how Lala's having that, like having like a ba- one. Well, maybe Lala will have more, but she has her one baby with Randall now. <laughs> she has Ocean. I have not yeah. even talked about like Lala's new baby. So I'm glad that you brought that up. I'm obsessed with the name Ocean. I'll never forget her beautiful PETA SeaWorld shoot, the mm-hmm. Justice for the Orcas. Do you remember that with her and Sheena and Ariana yes. when they were body painted? Yeah. So I feel like Ocean is a callback to that shoot. Mm, totally. And I was really obsessed with her post-birth self, like <laughs> selfie that yeah. she shared on Instagram. <laughs> That was a beautiful post birth. She did just the right amount of natural makeup, I think. Yeah, she it was very like she, it was not only beautiful like but it was also I think had a hint of revealing how harrowing the experience of mm-hmm. birth can really be. Like I saw that in her eyes and I also saw the strength in her eyes. Yeah. And I saw like the filler and it was just a beautiful (laughs) it was a beautiful mix of all three things it was oh my gosh exactly and she she gave you come out on the other side of giving birth and you it's like you've just been through a a battle and like (laughs) best case scenario like and everything worked out but like yeah and you can see it in her eyes she's she's been through it and you she's a different woman now 
she is a different woman. She was like on the front lines of the war and has lived yeah. to tell the tale. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see what the future brings. I really hope that they do bring Vanderpump back with the babies because we need that. We deserve that. Mm-hmm. But truly, t- who knows? I mean, that's content I'm here for. So yeah. I would love to see um, Hart Clark and Ocean. <laughs> and Hart for Charlie Rose Clark. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do they? Has that I been brought up to them? I don't know if they knew. I don't know. I, you would think that one person in their lives would be like, hey, I just need you to know that this person was me too and it might be a little weird Like if you name your daughter after that considering all your drama when it comes to me too. But maybe they're just doing them. They're rewriting history. They're taking back the name Take back Charlie, Charlie Rose. Rose. Yeah, do what needs to be done. <laughs> I actually went to college with one of the girls that he like um, victimized, but that <laughs> wait, Charlie Rose. I Charlie you were Rose. Bo for a second. I was no, like, no, not Bo. No, <laughs> a history wow. lesson for sorry for the readers who don't know. Charlie Rose is a talk show host. Um. And he was disgraced and me too. But the crazy part is if they had, if he was never disgraced and me too, and they had said part of our daughter's name is Charlie Rose, I might be like, you know, it's really cute. And I think her generation probably won't even know, but it's just, you might want to Google him to make sure you're like, he reps your values. But then to yeah. know that he's been me too, like, I think you should Google your baby's name. To make You sure- absolutely should. That'd be like one of us naming our baby, like... Madison, Bill Cosby, Shane. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. You've got to, you've got to work that out ahead of time. I side note was in Beachwood the other day for any LA people. It's like, it's like this kind of like hilly neighborhood in LA where like right under the Hollywood sign. And that's also the neighborhood that Stassi and Bo live in. And shout out to Jonathan, editor, producer. He took me on a walk and I walked by their house (gasps) and I saw it in the flesh. And I have to say that it is a beautiful house. It's very chic. Looks old Hollywood. It's also like a mansion. It's Spanish style, right? It's It's Spanish style. Yeah. It's very like exactly the house that you'd want to live in in like the hollywood hills underneath the hollywood sign i was incredibly jealous and frustrated yeah (laughs) well (laughs) good for them (laughs) yeah it was like awesome what do you think what do you make we're just gonna kind of like skip around maybe we'll go through stuff i have notes or whatever but Mm -hmm. post post kyle's birthday hannah and luke are still mid blowout and what is your take on the Hannah and Luke situation? Okay. I see both this is one I see both sides. Totally. There's douchebags on both sides now. <laughs> so I think that Luke was stringing her along just because he liked the attention. And mm-hmm. they have a connection. It's not like a a super low connection, but it was just like feeding his ego to have her like just have a, a dipping a toe in the Hannah pool just in case. And, you know, she's so attracted to him that she was just taking 
those little droplets and just like hydrating with them. And he knew that. So on paper, he probably said, let's be friends. But like if someone texts you goodnight or sends you emojis or called like FaceTimes you while they make dinner, like that's intimacy. And he was giving her that. So I think that especially during the pandemic, like that kind of closeness that is leading someone on if you really don't have any intentions with them. Totally. And I don't think and I think there's some stuff that she's reading into now that it's like it's pretty clear that he's not into her and he's into Sierra. And like, Mm -hmm. I think he's a little too dumb to like not just admit that to her and Mm -hmm. he's trying to instead like rewrite history and be like no I always said we're friends and like you had this other idea but like I've always been over here and it would just make more sense and if he was smart he would be like yeah I'm sorry like I can see where it would seem like I was leading you on but now I'm into this other person I want to be friends with you and like this is how we're gonna move forward exactly but if he and he was like if he was just honest he's like I do feel close to you but it's just never gonna be that between us and like yeah but he totally like was just thriving on on like Hannah energy and didn't want to give it up but then he was faced with it in the house yeah and I also think the ex-girlfriend of it all probably plays into it like now that I'm considering it it's like that sounds like it was a toxic breakup that lasted Mm -hmm. a really long time. So it probably felt good to him to have these other women Mm -hmm. who are giving him like this positive feedback loop Mm -hmm. and allowing him to feel like he's getting the girlfriend experience totally while going through all this like drama with his actual Mm -hmm. ex-girlfriend slash sometimes girlfriend. I think Luke really sees himself as a nice guy. And that's why he he can't like wrap his head around that he's wronged Hannah because he's like, I'm a good dude. I'm from Minnesota. I'm like, can chop wood. And I'm like an honest, all-American, red-blooded, good dude. But he, so he like can't face that he was using these women in this time of reboundness. Totally. Just because you're from Minnesota doesn't make you a good person. Like just because you have a Midwestern accent doesn't immediately like connote goodness totally we've been conned into thinking that it does and even like when he because I was watching like next week's episode and he is talking about like his dad's addiction issues or whatever but then hearing his dad on the phone during this episode I'm like oh that doesn't sound like someone that would be like an addict and then I found myself buying into like the Minnesota branding of it all Mm -hmm. and I'm here (laughs) to fucking tell the truth (laughs) Like, my original, like, association with the Minnesota brand is 90210. (laughs) And, like, I didn't know anything about Minnesota, but I know that, like, you know, Brandon and Brenda came from there, like, this land of, like, purity and good-heartedness, and were thrown into, like, the crazy, like, underbelly of Beverly Hills High School. So, Mm -hmm. like, I've always just associated Minnesota with, like, oh, those are good, pure-hearted people. They're, like, untouched by, like the sadness and darkness of the world and I feel like Luke is projecting that same Minnesota thing but there's still like the fact that he I feel like he's kind of cruel like she like I can't imagine a guy saying to me like I'm not attracted to you I don't like you I'm so glad I didn't sleep like with you like I mean that's just mean 
Also, if you have like blown a guy and done everything but sex, you basically have slept together. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter if you've actually had like penetrative sex, like you're in a relationship of some sort, even if you're not calling it boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. Like I kind of feel like by second base, you're like, you know. Yeah. You're connected. (laughs) (laughs) You're very connected. If you've like seen each other naked – you're connected in a different way than before seeing each other naked. Yeah. If you can pick each other's... And then if there's, like, like fluids, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you can pick each other's privates out of a lineup, you know, <laughs> then it's there's more than friends. Yeah. It's way more than friends. Yeah. If you're texting... I don't text anyone goodnight. Yeah. Unless it is, like... Yeah, like, I wouldn't... That is, like... That's some sort of relationship or like love relationship. Mm-hmm. Steven goes to work at 11 p.m., which I was obsessed with. <laughs> I think that he does not want to be on the show ultimately and is like regretting his decision to move his entire like office to the Hamptons, mm-hmm. film a reality show and try to save like the failing hospitality industry <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And he also looks so... Did you notice he's not even sitting on like a chair? He's sitting like a cardboard box with a cushion. And he yeah, never takes off his shoes. His like, he, and he still has like his like, you're at the like at a pool house, like a house with a pool and an outdoor setting. And you have like your shoes on or all the time. It just makes me feel like you're not there to settle in. No, he's ready to run mm-hmm. at a moment's notice. Yeah. Like pack up and get the hell out. Yeah. He's Which got- then he eventually does. Yeah. <laughs> He's got his running shoes on, ready to go. <laughs> to make a quick escape. And I relate to this and like I'm I mean this with total love, but like so like because we're working from home, I always have ongoing projects with work, but I don't necessarily have to be like on them all the time. But there's a few times where like my daughter's being bratty at bedtime and I'm like, oh mm-hmm. my god, I have to jump on a work thing. So like because I need to check out of this situation. And then like my husband will be like, Well, okay, I have to do like so I feel like I could totally see, yeah, like working at eleven. I I relate yeah. to that. And it's it's but it's bullshit. Like, of course he has something to do, but you don't have to work at eleven. You go and work at eleven when you're trying to avoid whatever else is going on in the home. Absolutely. And Lindsay is not going to take that sitting down because she's about 30 rosés deep and needs to get her feelings out. Mm -hmm. And I love like she comes into the room and is like, so you're just going to sit here and work and like (laughs) (laughs) and like Lindsay's fight style. I admire because it's so counterproductive to like communicating and like solving the problem it really Mm -hmm. is just more about fighting and raising her voice and she doesn't really see that but I love her for it and then she just gives like rattles off a bunch of amazing Mm one-liners like are you a hangry person (laughs) (laughs) and the sandwich thing I mean I hate to always to take it back to a place of Vanderpump rules but you know like the originator of the sandwich fight, the Jackson Brittany. Mm-hmm. And then to see sandwiches brought up, brought back in such a meaningful way, it was really special to see that. Yeah, I love sandwich drama. I mm-hmm. think it's something that can be recycled and always feel fresh and new. Uh-huh. So I agree. Sandwiches like are 
part of the love language of Bravo. Mm-hmm. Sandwiches and casseroles. Sandwiches and who makes them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Um, Lindsay and Steven, I think, are not meant to be. We've discussed. And Danielle agrees with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I like. I also like. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, we, we agree. He's a, you know, <laughs> say la vie, but they're not a good couple. And I have to say, Mm-mm. I don't think her love language is quality time. I think she likes to think her love language is quality time, but I think her love language is words of affirmation and gifts. I don't know if you're familiar with the love languages. I'm very familiar because my love language is quality time. So I was like, oh, we're alike in that way. But I now I'm, I think I I think you're onto something. Yeah. I mean, I think because He's that he has shown up for her, even though he's working. What he has done is shown up for her. And that is the ultimate like quality time love language thing to represent. And like she doesn't see that because what she really wants is to hear like, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. I want to spend forever with you. I got us a helicopter ride. Yeah. Or like, here's a ring or here's Mm -hmm. some jewelry. Like, this is what we're moving towards. And like, let me give you something. Yeah. She has a list of wants, Mm -hmm. which is like not exactly in line with like quality time. Right. What's your love language? I think my love language is words of affirmation. I like never met a compliment I didn't like. (laughs) I'll take them all. (laughs) Well, to that, I say you're amazing. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You're amazing. Ditto. Um, I'm really worried about Sierra's room and like how like I love her and have nothing but respect for my queen. But I'm Mm -hmm. also worried about like just the mess factor of that room. She is a nurse queen with like I think maybe the best body I've ever seen on Bravo. Like beautiful. I I don't want to degrade her by going to the details of her body but it's pretty amazing and she also has an incredible face like she is just a vision a goddess she's the total package Mm -hmm. and then also like pretty chill in the scheme of things Mm -hmm. and seems very mature and but then also really compelling at the same time but then just the one thing that i would say that's like the like because everyone has like one thing It's just this like messy room and a pile of stuff on the bed, which is my bed, I guess, is like a sacred space to me. So I Mm -hmm. never pile any anything on it. Yeah. But some people are bed pilers like my mom is a bed piler and I don't know how she does it. But uh, and I don't relate. But that's the one thing that I that gives me pause with Sierra. Mm -hmm. Her bed is like eating her alive. (laughs) It's like the Audrey, (laughs) too. (laughs) <laughs> like little shop of horrors like you could just see like an it's arm sticking for... out <laughs> yeah that bed is like one of the past guests on this joe gun he posited that the summer house is actually built like upon the gates of hell like it's like <gasps> the devil's lair mm-hmm. and i feel like the devil is expressing himself and his machinations through sierra's bed like that is like a straight portal to hell Yes. I also think Luke's workbench is like a place for like the tools of the devil, like the idle hands that Luke has. Mm -hmm. It's the devil's workshop. It is the devil's workshop. His workbench triggers me Mm -hmm. and like in a very deep 
way that I don't understand where my anxieties come from. And the only way to explain them would be that it is like the devil's workbench. Mm -hmm. And there's something. So I understand he's probably wearing work boots for like safety. But there's something like so gross about it being so hot that he's dripping with sweat that he has no shirt on and like a bandana. But yet he has like work boots on. And it's just like, that's a gnarly like. Jeans. Yes. Tight jeans. Tight, thick jeans. Yeah. To wear jeans in the dead of summer is satanic. Yes. There's no way around that. It's the work of the devil. Totally. (laughs) Also, his workbench is like not even, which it really bugs me because it's like kind of shoddily made. Mm -hmm. And like, and that throws me off and I'm like I don't trust if you can't build a workbench how am I supposed to trust Mm -hmm. you to like make jewelry if you can't bring your like tool time carpentry a game to summer house then I mean leave your tools at home Luke and just bring (laughs) your right at home yeah (laughs) or like I don't know like make a pit stop at Ikea on the way yeah just pick up a table why do you have to build that yeah. I'll bet it was really annoying for everyone to hear him tooling around. Oh, totally. To make like an ugly, like <laughs> tilted workbench to make. I mean, like, do you own any of his jewelry? No, I would never. I haven't even like looked at his website or tried to see what it looks like. My only frame of reference are like the kind of unfinished bangle and ring that he mm-hmm. was showing off in this episode which is just not my style I don't trust him to make jewelry I don't think he's that good at it I feel like he's co- thinks he's coming from a place of like grizzly man national parks like awesome urban outfitters jewelry but he actually like is coming from a place of steampunk <laughs> have you looked at his jewelry yeah now I want to look it has a very like yeah, like masculine, like cogs and stuff energy. Cogs and nails. What do people use to make stuff? Yeah. <laughs> it's like um, the Tom Tom decorations, yes. oh, uh-huh. but in jewel form. Yeah, Luke is the only one on Summer House that gives me Vanderpump Rules vibes. Mm-hmm. I think it's because he's like model actor and then when you go into any sort of jewelry making business with like zero background or know-how mm-hmm. it immediate my brain immediately goes to like Stasi in her weird house with her ex-boyfriend like oh, yeah. making statement necklaces like crafting them mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed this about Luke also which I think this might be like some kind of devil at play but he never fully closes his mouth like he always is sort of agape with like that makes him look kind of confused at all times but he like always has like he's always taking in the air around him at all times mm-hmm. like he's a, a mouth breather mm-hmm. totally you're so right now I'm like reminiscing on every time I've seen him also like he dresses later on at dinner he's wearing a fedora and like a mm-hmm. full-blown like thick work shirt with suede patches and i felt Buttoned like all I the way to remind up him to the, it, yeah yeah that it was still summertime like it's hot outside like buttoned up to the neck yeah mm-hmm. i don't get it it's like not the ha- it's not the summertime hamptons look that he needs to embrace no. and i'm not also not mm-hmm. loving his long hair no hate the long hair i need the hair to be like short again 
Yeah, I feel like just everyone else on this show, like their side, their side hustles don't they feel like more legitimate, even like mm-hmm. Paige, where people, I guess, could shit on her for like not having a job, but she is an influencer and that is like a legitimate job. Like even that to me. It, I guess he has the, the Vanderpump energy is like you try you're really trying to do something that everyone else knows is not mm-hmm. going to work out well for you but you're the only one that doesn't see that so like he's doing that but everyone else seems to be like they know they know themselves they know what lane they belong in and then they're like flourishing in those lanes mm-hmm. and then there's Luke <laughs> yeah he needs to just embrace that being a reality star and stop trying to he is someone who thinks he's above being on reality tv or acts like he is but that's really most of what he has going for him sorry i'm such a lucator (laughs) no i am too i think he should stick to modeling definitely don't be an actor even though he was had one line in the new kaylee cuoco show the flight attendant oh he did he was in the pilot as like this guy that she he's like a one night stand guy that kind of like sits up in bed in the first episode. Mm. He's like, hey, what? And then like it was just like, whoa, is that Luke? And then it, as soon as you recognized him, he was gone. Nice. Get that IMDb cred. Go get it. I get. Well, I guess he could be like an actor on like a like a TV, like a TV actor. Yeah, he could be but like I don't want that a tertiary character on a CW maybe. But I think mm-hmm. I'm going to just say one more thing I don't like about him and then I'm going to stop bashing Luke. Please, I find him also to be it. he's also humorless completely like everyone else you're saying is a as a sense of self-awareness and a little bit of a wink to the camera knowing like who they are. And he just like doesn't have that. And he thinks that he does like he makes jokes and then has to quantify those jokes by being like, ha ha ha, I'm just yeah. kidding. And when you have to say that, you need to realize that that means you don't have a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Totally. Like when he was on the phone with his mom and he's like, look at all the shit in the pool. There's a dead frog in there. I'll cook him for dinner, you sucker. (laughs) 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 I'm kidding. And I was like, get out of my life. (laughs) Some hot, like dead amphibian humor. Yeah. Like I think and I think that's also like comes with the territory of just being hot your whole mm-hmm. life yes is you have a very underdeveloped sense of self and sense of humor mm-hmm. because you've never had to try to do anything aside from just be like photogenic mm-hmm. yeah i agree with that completely but somehow like i think that kyle is probably like i find kyle to be much more handsome than luke personally Mm-hmm. he's and more charismatic he's more charismatic and he's he's got his like whatever but he's like driven in a way that's like that's very attractive and real yeah like i hated kyle for a really long time i found him to be insufferable and then this a switch happened and i was like i'm obsessed with kyle it was kind of the same way with Lindsay, where i was very turned off but then you just start to like mm-hmm. accept them and i think they've grown in their both in their own ways Lindsay, i don't know but i think she's grown as like she's like i think she could have a very long career as a reality tv Mm -hmm. star and be like an iconic like she could have like a spinoff eventually or like yeah just have like a she has longevity in this world 
And Kyle now has this like booming beverage business. And I like seeing him talk biz on the phone. Yeah, I love it. And I, I you know what I think? Lindsay should have a spinoff with Tinsley Mortimer where they're like, <sighs> you know, something like they've never settled. They have great expectations, like throwing back to like, the you know, freezing their eggs. Yes, and yes. Like, that's really smart. Both women who see themselves as like possibly getting too old to find that like per- life they always wanted, but they're not too old. They're both in their prime and they both deserve to be treated like queens and they should go out and find those men together. That's a genius idea. Bravo, if you're listening, <laughs> get in touch with Randy mm-hmm. because <laughs> this needs to happen. Also, did you hear that Lindsay and Scott are like, probably broken up now oh tinsley and yeah they are tinsley yeah (laughs) i thought i shocked you for a second (laughs) i was like sorry to drop that bomb on you no No. yeah that's what i was thinking about because i have been a tinsley supporter meaning like i thought that her getting married and having babies is something she wanted more than a career in reality tv so when she when she left roni i was like I give you my full support because you are doing you. But the fact that it hasn't worked out for her is really like breaking my heart. And I want to see her really flourish. Me too. I want her also back on my TV screen mm-hmm. because I was genuinely devastated when she left Roni. Like, I guess I didn't, I must have been in a state of denial or like mm-hmm. just didn't, I didn't know that that was coming, especially I didn't know that it was happening that episode. So then I was watching and it just all of a sudden she was like, goodbye. And then I felt a loss in my life and yeah. I need her back. Miss I'd her, love to see her, her return to Roni and have an amazing surrogacy journey like storyline with Leah as her like best friend supporting her as she decides she was going to have her child her own way and if the right man comes along that's fine but she's gonna like have an amazing surrogacy journey and her dreams will come true she can have her dogs and her baby and live in her hotel forever and she doesn't yes and dale like it'll be hard to get dale on board but Mm -hmm. eventually she will be and she'll be the most amazing grandmother anyone Mm -hmm. could ask for yeah it'll be like um a tori spelling what's her mom's name um um I wanted to say Nancy, but that's not it. Let's just go Candy. with Nancy. Candy, Candy spelling. spelling. Like, <laughs> their relationship might never be perfect, but she'll be there for those grandkids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so into it. And the way that Dale cares for strawberry and shortcake leads me to mm-hmm. believe that she'll do the same and show up for those grandkids in a, even a much more stronger way. Mm-hmm. Even if it means projecting some of her own wants and failures onto them. But yeah. Mm-hmm. They can just pick up where Tinsley left off and it's like mm-hmm. a fresh slate of little girl. And also if if Tinsley got a surrogate journey and got to choose like the sex of her baby, mm-hmm. she could have little mini me daughters that then yes. Dale can she can warp them and make them do her bidding. Right. And she can finally be the woman she wants to be because now her mother has you're right. These new little girls to obsess over and then she can finally be her own woman. This totally. is a journey we this need is... to see back on our TVs from Tinsley. We need Tinsley back. Hashtag bring Tinsley back. Mm-hmm. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle, by the way, is the hardest working woman in the summer house. Yes. Um, and I love how like her lingo when she works is like the most like buzzwords, like send the files, pronto, stat, data, <laughs> market focus, group focus. Like, just like magnetic yeah. poetry of business words. I still don't know what she does exactly, mm -hmm. but I think that's kind of the point. She just has one of those jobs like mm -hmm. where like I would have friends that I that worked in like business or the corporate world and I could not tell you what the hell they do. Mm -hmm. But I know that they're working as hard as Danielle and it's good to see and be reminded that those people exist. Yes. And I think that like she 
is like representing she is self-aware because she knows that she doesn't have a career in reality tv that like she Mm -hmm. should enjoy this ride but her future is in her business career or her tech career or whatever her marketing career whatever she does whatever it is she does that she's Mm -hmm. killing it but i'm also glad to see her on the screen as like a voice of reason yes and she's like fun and supportive and has good like a good read on everyone Mm -hmm. she does she's she's sort of that greek chorus like that cameron Mm -hmm. southern charm kind of thing like she knows what's going on with everyone and she supports them yeah and like seeing i like her connection with carl like just the fact that they used to date and then now they're friends and Mm -hmm. she's like very supportive towards him but then also like knows like the ins and outs of how he works I think really works for the show as well I've come around so hard on Carl I mean Carl and Kyle both like I couldn't have imagined feeling the way I feel about them right now like Mm -hmm. they are they have grown and they have turned like they both still have growing to do but to see them go from like party like playboys to like i don't know just grown-ass men has been an incredible journey that i'm glad i got to witness yeah same i'm proud of carl like his like sober curiousness or sober curiosity is really Mm -hmm. refreshing to see and like i support i support him being like sober i think that he could totally do it if that's what he decides to attempt like in a real way, mm-hmm. not like just drinking on the weekends way. I think it's probably giving his given his family history like mm-hmm. a good inclination and a road to go down. But I love healthy Carl. I hope that it bleeds into like his relationships and those become healthier as well. I think it will. You can really see it. Like he means it. He means this new version of himself, even down to like being the guy who like takes care of everything in the house like ordering the food and like all that kind of stuff like that just shows that he's he's just taken on this like I feel like a mom talking about her son who was just bar mitzvahed like I'm so proud of him <laughs> <laughs> but he I'm does so proud like of ignite the motherly mm-hmm. like the motherly instinct in women I think that's like part of his relationship drama that he brings to the table but yeah. he also like I think he doesn't he maybe like looks for a mom in relationships but he Mm -hmm. doesn't need one because he is like an actual like he is like a man at the end of the day like he's a man who is in control but I think feels like like maybe he can't be in control but then you see him like roasting some vegetables and you're like you've got this Carlito yeah (laughs) you've got this does he work for Kyle and Amanda I think so. I think he works in sales for Loverboy. But maybe he also does some like other sales side hustles because I don't I didn't know if they left off last season with being like you're kind of a mess. I don't know if you can do this job or if it's good for us to do this job. But I think that he does work with them because in later episodes when he can't like be on some sales calls Mm -hmm. with Kyle, then I was like, oh, he must work with them. Yeah, well, I would hire Carl. I would totally hire Carl. I love also that we're like, he does like the bare minimum kind of of getting his <laughs> shit together. And we're like, it's amazing. Yeah. He, like, called, he like asked everyone what their Mexican food order was and then called him went and picked it up. Like, wow. Oh my God. <laughs> Dream man. I need to check my standards. <laughs> we all do. I'm yeah. like, literally, I've, I've always thought Carl was really hot. 
but I've always known that it's like truly like it's a dangerous it's a dangerous road to go down with Carlito because right. I've seen what happens with him in relationships. But then now that he's like getting his shit together, I'm like, who knows? Yeah. Also, like I'm literally like it's not I'm a fucking freak for that. <laughs> um, But he is like so sunburned and that really concerns mm-hmm. me. I feel that also for Amanda. I feel like she mm-hmm. has beautiful, like, the kind of skin that doesn't really burn in tans. But I think it's going to catch up with her because she's dead, like, her on her face. She's, let it, she's letting get a little red. Yeah. And she's, like, I guess mid to late 20. I'm mm-hmm. just, like, you got to maybe stay out of the sun. I'm really into Amanda and Kyle's relationship. Like, it seems like they've gotten to such a good place with each other that I truly never thought that that could happen for them but it has and I'm into it um I love them together I think yeah they've grown together and they've come to a place of like like again true adulthood like a really loving healthy relationship and I absolutely adore them Mm -hmm. and Amanda is my like style queen she is like like I like need like the jort report because she can rock like those jean shorts, like those cutoffs, those mom shaped cutoffs with like a, a halter or like a crop top, mm-hmm. and just like she just looks like a natural beauty, like a made well beauty. Yeah, I need like a Instagram account that's just dedicated to cataloging her outfits mm-hmm. because I've thought the same thing. Where I'm just like, God, she looks good in everything she puts on. I have a feeling that it has something to do with her boobs. Because she does have like great tits, but like I'm also it's that effortless, yes, not trying kind of style. Like Paige is beautiful and like her style is awesome, but she has like a brat style aesthetic that feels like she's trying. There's like an effort there, but yes, Amanda's effortlessness. Like throw on those jean shorts, throw on a baggy sweatshirt or like a loose t-shirt, but like that's like cropped just enough, and she's just like beautiful like anthro catalog mm-hmm. yeah and her highlights like it's just mm-hmm. like one little like tendril of highlights like yes. face framing and she rarely even wears makeup I think and mm-hmm. I'm just like god you're always killing it I respect that and like Lindsay is beautiful like makeup or no makeup but when you see Lindsay without a face of makeup it like it looks different than like you can tell it's like, Oh, Lindsay doesn't have makeup on. Whereas Amanda can transition, you know, between mm-hmm. day and night, like a little smoother. Totally. Um, we see Hannah. The, this is like the first instance I think of trash being taken out of the can and just put on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and in the trash drama, I really do side with Kyle where mm-hmm. I'm like if you're gonna do the take the trash out you have to take it out yeah um I said this is like I totally side with Kyle on this one and I think that she just like took it really she just takes it personally like but it's not about you it is about trash mm-hmm. like having trash out that many people in the house is gnarly so like you a right. trash bag on the floor. I'm like, mm-hmm. even if you just took it outside and put it by the side of the house, mm-hmm. that would be preferable to just moving it four feet over and putting it in the corner by like a pantry that everyone goes in and out of. Right. And because you've like said like, I am the trash lady, then like if everyone else in the house just has to walk by and see it, but they're like, oh, I shouldn't take it because 
Hannah has already committed to the trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really ruining everyone's vibe and it's irresponsible. You know, to just fix it, just take it outside. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful home and like mm-hmm. you need to keep it that way. You can't have like a, a stinky trash bag and like piled up pizza boxes every day in our well, space that yeah. we also work in. That would also be tough to like you're working and then you want to come to the kitchen and like have just a breather from mm-hmm. your demanding corporate job. And then there's a pile of trash that you're immediately confronted with. And I get why Kyle would have the biggest problem with him because it's like directly in his eyeline in front of his bedroom door. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, everyone goes to bed that night and then Linz and Stravi, they finger, he finger blasts her after their like big conversation, like where he's like, I will try and spend more quality time with you. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like they really like made, kissed and made up. I just love how Lindsay always has a fingering storyline. Like <laughs> last season, it was like a major storyline. This season, it's yeah. like a B story, C, like maybe even a C story, but it's there. Like mm-hmm. she has a brand, and her <laughs> she wants to get fingered. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. That's what that's her kink. That's what she likes. I yeah. love that for her. <laughs> yes, <laughs> represent. Um, Paige's job, I love to see it. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm into her room filled with racks of clothing and literally all she has to do, which I guess, I mean, this would be hard for me to like get dressed up, get Instagram ready, and then coordinate a photo shoot, feel good about the photos mm-hmm. enough to then post them on social media as like an influencer, like present myself like that, mm-hmm. take a lot of mental stretching but she is really doing it and god bless her for it god bless her and i like yeah she is just like i said she was kind of like a brat style because she is like i kind of just want to like brush her hair and like braid it like she's so Mm -hmm. (laughs) and sorry not in a creepy way just in like (laughs) she (laughs) she just looks like a beautiful doll yeah and she's always like very well curated and Mm -hmm. I again it's like she's the yin to Amanda's yang where it's like Paige always looks so put together even if she's like in a casual outfit it's like Mm -hmm. the hair is done just so whatever makeup is at play is just right and even like down to like the glass that she has like rosé in looks Mm -hmm. like it goes with everything she's wearing Mm -hmm. she never looks like rumpled or messy or anything yeah and I think I like the rapport she has with her boyfriend Perry they -hmm. had this like conversation where he was like do you want to see bro you want to see this apartment in Miami and she's like motherfucking right I do and like that felt (laughs) real like that felt like a relationship that's like also a friendship yeah do you what do you make of her relationship with Perry do you think it has legs do you think like she's just kind of injecting like her concerns about it for the sake of storyline yeah I think it's somewhat storyline I feel like she's one of those people that if she had met him when she was 32 she'd be like 100 but she's like young and beautiful and like who knows where an influencer career will take her who knows where reality tv will take her and I feel like she's just not ready to be somebody's wife to settle down like she just doesn't see herself that way yet but I think like Mm -hmm. ultimately they seem like a real deal couple that like gets along now and like 
he's built he's thinking about when he's making plans he's making them for the both of them totally and i think like they they look great together yeah that's like half the battle yeah he fits into the grid aesthetically so i love that for them and i think perry and Paige like it has a nice sound Mm -hmm. like for a wedding hashtag yeah totally my um my last guest Brody was saying how she thinks Paige has like a Bethany Frankel kind of vibe, like a young mm. Bethany. And I was like, now that I've seen that, I can't really unsee that. But I'm I like it. It's definitely I softer. I mean, well, mm-hmm. who's harder than Bethany? But yeah, yeah, Bethany's the hardest it gets. But like, I could see her being like the kind like kind of how bethany has like long-term relationships with people mm-hmm. in that way like i could see that for Paige too yeah i could see that because she does have an independent energy mm-hmm. or like even like where the relationships like i post jason hoppy like they don't take center stage like are there she has like that kind of separate from then her life in the spotlight right. that's true and i think that's kind of what you have to do in this situation. I started watching Bethany Ever After during the quarantine because I heard that it was on like Peacock and I had to stop because it was too dark. Like to know Bethany's divorce journey and to watch the beginnings of that relationship, especially after the wedding when the baby was little. I'm like, I can't like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched that since it came out and I would imagine that it would be like, kind of sickening to watch now just knowing everything we know it's like darker than breaking bad (laughs) yeah i mean there's nothing there's like few things that are sadder than a really acrimonious divorce Mm -hmm. yeah and like to go through it also publicly and he yeah it's just like to see the tension building between them at that time oh man don't don't revisit it it doesn't know because their problems were evident from the beginning Mm -hmm. like they were very much front and center during the whole like leading up to the wedding the pregnancy like afterwards because she was she was pregnant with Bryn when they got married right Mm -hmm. yep oh yeah at the four seasons or wherever or that beautiful hotel I'm like where was it I know exactly (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah maybe I will I don't know if I need like a hit of darkness and i want to go down that road it's good to know that that's there once a pandemic's over you should go have tea there mm-hmm. it's just like a celebration of like new beginnings yeah totally um i'm happy for sierra that she gets to just relax and chill and have no job after being like an icu nurse mm-hmm. and i love that right she, that she's not pretend like she's not like out there like building a workbench she's just like straight up she's just owning the fact that she's like i'm chilling i love that yeah she's not building a brand yet like she's like that i love when they introduce like the new energy or the new Mm -hmm. mix because there's just limitless possibility for Mm -hmm. where they're gonna take things and i'm excited to see where ciara's goes because i again i mean what can't she do she literally could save lives or be a supermodel wow (laughs) not many people can say that about themselves summer house is part of the marvel cinematic universe like (laughs) she is true superhero 
Sarah yeah. vision. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. Um, do you have any lover boy merch? No, I I did look online and I thought about buying some because I actually think it's really good merch. Do you do you it's have great any? merch? No, I wanted to buy their like tie-dye long sleeve that they mm-hmm. put out last year, but then it was sold out. And now that I'm seeing the sweatshirt, like the the like kind of mm-hmm. collegiate sweatshirt that Amanda wears, now I want that, but I haven't checked yet because it's sold. It, it probably is sold out. Amanda, that's another thing credit back to Amanda. Like she is a real graphic designer and like she mm-hmm. has really she's got serious skills. Like the look of Loverboy. I mean, I've, I haven't tasted Loverboy. Have you had? Have you had Me it? Either. So I haven't had it. No, and I don't like drinks. Like I don't like canned, like flavored beverages. Mm-hmm. Aside from like Diet Coke or just like the standard like sodas, I don't mm-hmm. do like an alcoholic canned flavored beverage. It's like not my thing. Love that for them, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, they, they've nailed their packaging and their branding is so good, and their merch mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah, it's amazing. Now I'm going to actually look into that sweatshirt. I feel like I can see myself on the beach this summer. Like just as it starts to get a little chilly and you have your jean shorts on, then you put on your baggy lover boy sweatshirt. I feel like that's mm-hmm. that's where I'm going to be in August. Totally. Or like the sun goes down and maybe mm-hmm. you have a beach bonfire and you're just mm-hmm. like in bikini bottoms and your baggy yes. lover boy sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Ugh, like a little I off the shoulder. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I predict that. Um, Carl takes over the dinner master. He's at it again. He's roasting vegetables, preparing. They're preparing like sausages and hamburger patties with no buns, which they're just staying like, you know, carb conscious. Love that for them. And that's when Luke arrives to dinner in his flannel shirt and fedora. And. I think this is like, I think, I guess Kyle has probably felt this way about Hannah for a long time, but it's very clear in this moment that he hates Hannah. Yeah. You can (laughs) see it's palpable. Like he says, he's like, what did you bring down here? And she said something. He goes, okay, I give you like a C for effort. And you're like, I knew that like drama, more drama was Mm -hmm. brewing. But this was, I was like, oh, yeah, he, like, really doesn't like her. And this is going to end up being a huge source of, like, problems for Paige and or for Hannah and Amanda mm-hmm. down the line. It's like, I get that. I understand somehow that it's built up resentments, too, because he is actually, like, busting his ass working all day. And she is, like, she's doing, she's doing her and she's hustling in her own way. But it's presenting like she's chilling in bed. And mm-hmm. I think he's taking that in and making that about him. And like, yeah. you know, she didn't bring him down like a spork. And that, you know, set off a whole lot of feelings about the injustice of her getting to chill all day. Yeah. And I think also it's like if she would just bring the bring the fork down or mm-hmm. like take the trash out, she could chill as long as she wants to. It's right. just like pitch in and like. I think Kyle is really about like a community vibe mm-hmm. and he doesn't feel like she's like a team member. Right. She's in def- that way. Exactly. And I think that shows also like, like the other guy, like Carl showing that stepping up and being that mature guy, like those small, like you're saying ordering Mexican food, like that goes a long way when you're in like a community type 
situation like that. And for Hannah, you're right. It's simple things like taking out the trash. And she would have like an awesome reputation in the house, but she just can't bring herself to do it. No, it's kind of like laziness that then when you see someone that all they have to do is like open their computer and like talk from bed, you process that as like, okay, this fucking lazy girl. But I mean, I've stayed in like, I don't know if you've ever stayed with like a group in a beach house. Like, so I, in the summers, we used to go, you know, before times, like spend a week or two at the shore of a group of friends. And I'm not much of a cook. So like, there wasn't ever like, it wasn't six weeks, but it wasn't like exact rules. But I still knew that like, okay, I'm gonna have to get up and empty the dishwasher. Because if I don't do anything, like, I'm not, no one's gonna want to hang, like, the vibes will be off. Yeah, you have to like find a place where you like pick up the slack somewhere. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you're not cooking, you're doing dishes or like clearing the table or setting the table Mm -hmm. or like sweeping or something like that. Yeah, it's like you just have to make yourself useful for like a couple things Mm -hmm. and then it's chill. Yeah. Uh, um, Hannah. Hannah's also really good at like making side comments and like starting like little barbs and like starting drama without actually like addressing the problem that's going on. And like Mm -hmm. she spent this whole day and night like ignoring Luke and making comments about him. And he is too non-confrontational to like speak to that really. And I kind of enjoy him being, like, miffed by her comments because it just is, like, funny to see anyone shit on Luke. Yeah. But I'm, like, I was obsessed with Hannah, like, being, like, I need to move away from him. Like, can I sit over there? Like, and then making that comment while they, like, say grace. Yeah. I Like I said, they're both, like, I don't, I think they're both wrong, but, like, he takes it when he takes it to a place of like volume with her. I didn't care. Like that was, he crossed the line. Yeah. And that was also like a not smart move of him because Mm -hmm. if you're around someone that you have a legitimate crush on, Mm -hmm. you're going to want to be on your best behavior no matter what happens because you want them to see you as like this really good person or like still have like good feelings about you. So the second that you start screaming at another woman, Mm -hmm. it's going to look bad. And if that woman happens to be someone that you were also in like a nebulous relationship with, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. It's like that Sierra is like a, seems like a a really decent person and she Mm -hmm. doesn't need to settle for some, someone who's going to yell at his friends like in front of in front of everyone and like again I say with the cruelty like he's yelling and what he's yelling is like I'm not like attracted to you you know like I feel like that's ultimately like whatever he's saying the subtext is like I'm too hot for you like it's never gonna happen and it's just like the content is mean and like the delivery is bad yeah, it's terrible. Like all you'd have to do is apologize and own it and then you look great yeah. and it actually is like the decent thing to do in that situation. Have you done any digging on Hannah's fiance, Des? I haven't. I literally thought that that was like a joke post when they mm-hmm. posted it and so I didn't think twice about it and then on the last episode of this podcast 
um, I was informed that it was indeed the truth and not a joke at all. And then I was, I was weirded out. So I, I didn't, I never looked back, but have you done any digging? So I saw it on her Instagram. So then I went to his and he posted an engagement picture and his caption was, when you know, you know. And I was like, you know what? There you go. That's your answer. Like this came out of nowhere. Like you guys hardly know each other. She's on a reality show, but he just posted when you know, you know. So I guess he knew. And then that also led me to find out that he was on Ireland Dancing with the Stars. Whoa. (laughs) Is he famous in Ireland? He's famous in Ireland. He's like really famous in Ireland. (laughs) Right? That's cool. What a twist. I thought that he, that is a twist that I can get behind. And I love Dancing with the Stars. So I can get behind that as well. I thought that he was just like kind of a wannabe like up and coming comedian type and so that's why I was like not vibing because I was like Hannah like you can't do this with this person Mm -hmm. but this actually I feel much better about that yeah feelings I feel secure knowing that she is with a uh, Irish reality star a legitimate celebrity in Ireland. Right. And like, I think maybe he's trying to build himself up in America. But like, I imagine that they're going to like take a trip to Ireland, you know, like after the pandemic and like they'll walk down the street and or they'll be in a pub and people will come up to him and be like, Des, you know, t- top of the morning to you, Des. And like, you know, <laughs> want a selfie and no one there will know mm-hmm. her. But like, he'll be the star. Yeah, that'll be great. Okay, there's a, there's a lot of opportunities now for like Des and Hannah travel content mm-hmm. and like oh, a, maybe yeah. a show about them. And I would love him to come into a summer house scenario. I think that we need like an Irish presence. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'm into this now. Yeah. Thank you for doing the work because you really solved like a mental problem for me. <laughs> I'm so- if nothing else, you know. <laughs> I'm not you all heroes, you know, not all heroes. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Some heroes just use their thumbs yeah. to Google <laughs> and scroll Instagram mm-hmm. back to the depths of like 2013 and mm-hmm. get to the bottom of what's really going on. Yeah. And to that, I tip my hat to you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> also, who knew Ireland had Dancing with the Stars? Right. I. It, it's a. Uh, I guess every every nation has their own Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. I mean, Australia has Dancing with the Stars. So I guess why not Ireland? Yeah. I mean, if I was in Ireland, I wouldn't want to watch like Great Britain Dancing with the Stars. I'd be like, that's not my people. No, give us our own thing. Mm -hmm. Give us our des. (laughs) Let us dance. Well, thank you so much for being on this podcast. You've really like pitched great ideas. I need the Lindsay and Tinsley spinoff. I need Des on Summer House. And like, I just am so glad to have you here. This has been so much fun. I love talking to someone who's like really understands depths of that like these Bravo shows are just an amazing ex- like experiment into human nature and they are like the highest highs, the lowest lows and they are art. Mm-hmm. They are art. And thank God for Summer House. Honestly, like it is all we have to live for at times. So I'm just glad to have their positive vibes. Yeah. And wherever there's art, there's always like art's most highest, most educated critic. And that's like where, where you come in. Because wow. if it wasn't for people like you, 
these shows would not be elevated to where they are because like pairing sup with these shows is it takes it to another level of like just super entertainment (laughs) ah well that's such high praise i appreciate it so much tell all the readers where they can find you i am at randy lawson on twitter and instagram that's randy with an i l-a-w-s-o-n and i'm just on there like making jokes and doing my thing and loving life and watching bravo I love it. You got to smash the follow. You're a great, great social media addition to anyone's life and a great addition to this podcast. It's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Lara. Guys, you can subscribe to the Patreon for bonus episodes at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. And you can DM on there your thoughts to be read on bonus episodes or email me at sexyuniquepodcast at gmail.com. Follow Randy and until next time, bye.